Hey there. Real quick, it's Andrea. I mean, Father just told me you've just got to go chat. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I seriously am going to call this piece. I was not able to write anything, but I need to give you an update. And I will call it something personal to the Lord in me. And I call it chatting at the sky. Um, I feel like that's a lot of what I'm doing when I'm, you know, conversing with the Lord. And I feel like um, we're just chatting at the sky. And, um, and then even when I'm pulling down his words for you guys, I feel kind of the same. I feel like I'm just kind of chatting, you know, I'm just chatting along. So I owe you, you guys, I'm so super sorry. Listen, yeah, I, I would be worried about me too. (laughs) I would be like, yeah, (laughs) we're a little nervous here, Andrea. And I cannot keep up with the text messages. I have not responded to my birthday messages. I have been half a person. Oh my gosh, it's even half a person. So here's how it went down. You ready? (laughs) This is called an accounting. (laughs) You're like, yeah, we've got this, Andrea. It's an accounting, not a narrative. Okay. So here's the accounting. I find out on Monday, one of my clients asked me, hey, how is your showroom owner? And I'm like, what do you mean? I know nothing. So I bomb out there to my showroom owner's son who works for me. And I'm like, hey, what's going on with your dad? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me right now. Really? So he reaches out. You could kind of tell, he, he, you could kind of tell he's a little sheepish, you know, it's kind of like, I think he was reaching for some words, you know. And so he's like, ah, you know, Melissa's mom said that, you know, um, he's just working from home today and getting some paperwork done. And I'm like, okay, well, keep me posted because that's your dad. Okay. (laughs) He's like, okay, I'll let you know if I hear anything. (laughs) Well, I'll be doggone if like, you know, I have my, you know, normal day and blah, blah. And I am telling you what though, the very next day, Oh, hello. I'm like, Oh, he has COVID because I feel like I'm going to die. I mean, I'm like, No, (laughs) like, here's the struggle. And I'll even write about this for you guys too. Redheads, which I am, Irish folk, (laughs) Scottish folk, redheads have a super high tolerance to pain. The interesting thing is that it actually is because of our sensitivity. We are super sensitive by nature, super sensitive. So we feel everything. Like I'm an empath. I feel when people tell me something, I'm like, you, you got to stop. Or I'm like, no, sorry, can't show me that. I mean, I am like a major empath, major, but I've known this. I have actually a couple stories about it. I have known that my pain threshold is super duper high. <laughs> and I'm like, and I still think I'm dying. I'm like, I, I, this is what COVID is. I'm like, you guys, this, this is what you guys have all been going through. Because to my knowledge and antibodies and everything, I haven't had it. Um, and so I'm like, you're kidding me. This is what you guys have been going through. And so I took it. And that's even where it left off. You know, I was taking my second COVID test. Well, I'll be doggone if after day three, I got my third negative COVID test. By then, my showroom manager is, quote, out of the closet with his COVID. And I'm like, okay, thanks for coming out. <laughs> um, you know, keep all of our staff safe, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm working from home. And I am miserable. You guys, like, in so much pain. In so much pain. And it was absolutely miserable. And I'm a single Pringle. And 
obviously I live in a house out in the woods. I have not developed community out here. I'm like, uh, what do we do? We've got a puppy. We take the puppy to the dollar store and we leave her in the air conditioning and we bomb in for water and a thermometer. You know, I just am like getting stuff done. I'm like, okay, I must have COVID, but for some reason I'm not testing. Day three, nothing. Day four, I'm like, I'm done. Because like, <laughs> listen, like it even got worse when I thought it was getting better. And so I was like, okay, if I didn't test when I was worse, what is, you know, kind of what is going on, right? So I'm like, I didn't even take the fourth test. I still haven't. I'm like, I'm not so sure I believe in these things because clearly this has to be COVID. I've never experienced anything like this before. And I think I'm dying. I mean, I'm telling you what, so much pain that I was like, oh, this is what, you know, this is what my kids went through. This is what, you know, my friends have gone through. This is what, I mean, I, family, you know, I just was like, you've got to stink and be kidding me. Well, look at that last message that I left. What did I mention? My kidney. Why does my kidney hurt? Well, I thought my back hurt from all of this moving. And then finally, I'm like, oh, no, mm -mm. you have got, you've got something major going on there. So this is so Andrea, like I can't go to the ER with like, without like freshly painted pigs, like freshly shaved legs, you know, perfect little bikini line and um, all the fixins, you know, just like everyone accounted for deodorant on. I mean, check. What else? Oh, it was comical. Oh, it was comical. Oh yeah. Fresh undies. Absolutely. <laughs> Had to find some. Been moving, unpacking a little bit. You know, I'm like, okay, check, check. Right. And I'm like, I literally, <laughs> I was in so much pain. You know, I'm addressing a client's issue. I'm trying to get the dog left on the chance that they keep me for the night, you know, and yet I know I have to go to urgent care. I'm like, this is not, because, you know, you make the phone calls and they're like, um, do you have a referral? And I'm like, huh, that's really interesting because to me, like every single doctor's appointment, every single one is either uh, prevention, pre yeah, preventative, or it is urgent. <laughs> like, you're sick right now, right? Like this, of course, and pediatricians get this. Oh my gosh, pediatricians are always like, oh yeah, your child has an earache, bring them on in. I mean, they're always, always, you know, on this rotation schedule of same day appointments, right? Adults, not so much. <laughs> like, seriously, I, I need to wait because I'm a new patient like, you know, a month and a half to see them and then get a referral from them and then go see if I can get an ultrasound. I'm like, are you dead serious? I just need an ultrasound. So I'm like, scratch it. You know what? I've got more money than patients. So I'm done. <laughs> like we're going. And so I'm all, I mean, I'm all, I've got everything. I've got my, you know, I've got my dog all lined out and, you know, she's got her nightlight. She's got food for two days in her bowl you know, water, I mean, ready and took off for the urgent care. You guys, you will not even believe this. Went to the ER. Oh, pardon me. I actually don't need the ER. I don't want to take somebody else's turn in line, but I believe I probably need my kidney ultrasounded. And, um, could you just direct me to urgent care? And she's like, Oh, we, we don't have an ultrasound. And I'm like, you don't have an ultrasound. I mean, I'm at the ER of like, what was it? Mercy Med. I mean, seriously, you guys, a decent sized hospital in a town that's loaded with retired people. I mean, it's a resort town, right? So I'm like, you guys do not have an ultrasound machine. <laughs> nope. 
Okay. Don't have urgent care? Nope. Just CR. All right. Oh, but so-and-so has an ultrasound. Oh, good. Do you, do you mind looking to see how late they're open? She tells me I head over that way. I go in, <laughs> tell them the whole drama again, and they're like, no, we don't have an ultrasound. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're kidding. No, she's like, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't, uh, oh, what did she say? She said, I can't even because like all the faces are out of order and it was all panic. It, seriously, you guys, Friday rush hour traffic. I'm like trying to get myself to urgent care. I, long story short, I went to five different places because everyone told me so-and-so has one. And I'd go over there, believing them, full on believing them, not making the phone call, just being like, okay. I went to five different urgent cares before I finally walked back into an ER and there was no one in the waiting room. So I was like, okay, listen, I'm about ready to blow my health out because I have such a heart for other people that I will put them first before myself. That like my thinking about going in front of line of somebody that really had an emergency, uh-uh, won't happen, will not happen. And so thank goodness there was no line, <laughs> but here they were. They're like, well, you know, I bomb in there about probably 5.15. I think I started my journey <laughs> about 3.30. I'm all tired. 5.15 and she, you know, and there's nobody there and and I said, you have ultrasound? She says, yeah, but we don't have an ultrasound tech on weekends. Nobody in Durango does. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm standing in my second ER right now. And, and literally I'm being told, like, if you have an emergency on the weekend, you are just pretty much screwed. <laughs> I mean, it was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry that I used that that naughty word. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh. I'm like, no, because I'm being facetious. Obviously, it was perfect. That's exactly what I felt like. <laughs> um, and so I'm not kidding. I was just like, this is not happening. And she's like, but let's just start by running some labs. And so I'm like, okay, let's, you know, I've just got to have this pup looked at. Okay. You know, got me checked in, blah, blah, blah. Driver's license, insurance, all the fun stuff, right? You get into your, oh, no, the little gal, she's like, do you remember how to do a year analysis? And I'm like, oh, heavens, no, I don't think that's been since, I don't even know, like, a long time, <laughs> like, maybe pregnancies, no idea. So she has to give me, she has to give me a little refresh, you know, I'm like, okay, I think I got this, you know, I'm, I'm good for this. I'll tell you what, you guys, too much information, I'm dead serious. <laughs> When they saw my ear and two of them came in the door and said, that is nasty. I'm just going to break up laughing. I'm so tired. I am so stressed out. I'm so tired. I'm going to bust up laughing. <laughs> they literally popped the door open and went, that is nasty. You know, they told me to leave it in this little cup. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was looking at it going, oh my gosh, like, I, I am dying. I mean, I was like, something is going on because I couldn't even believe it myself. I was like, huh, that is so dark orange from so much blood in it <laughs> that it's almost dark brown, like orangish brown. Sorry, too much information. And here I am. I'm like, 
if you're an empath like me, I'll have to put an empath trigger at the beginning of the story. You guys, it was terrible. It turns out it was my kidney. It wasn't COVID at all. That's why I wasn't testing. And I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm just like, okay, so, you know, let's get this figured out. And I have a move coming up. <laughs> I have to be out by next Thursday and it's kind of me. And I've been moving, you know, every day. That's why I thought this was my back from the move, everything. And he's like, you're not moving. So guess you what? I'm not getting to move this weekend, not whatsoever. I am going crazy because they have these five symptoms where you're supposed to call them right away if you have one of them and go be seen and blah and all blah. And I'm like, oh, am I winning this thing? So you'll get a kick out of this. So I don't even have a thermometer because I'm unpacking and I don't know where that little beast is, but it's missing in action. So I come back up to the dollar store. You guys, I'm sorry. I am laughing so hard because you cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> I have to tell you what I was wearing. I looked like a toddler that had gotten to dress herself. I am dying. I'm sorry. I am so tired and I'm so stressed. And when I both just forget it. I was wearing um, loose baggy, because I don't want anything real fitting right now, real loose baggy linen beach pants. You know, I'm from Oregon, right? I moved to Colorado from Oregon, 45 minutes inland from the beach, right? We had beach wear. <laughs> we literally did. We, we had completely different clothes that we wore to the beach than what we wore, you know, inland. Okay. So I'm wearing linen linen beach pants that are, you know, kind of flowy and, you know, they're, they're cute. They're cute. But I had my harness boots, my leather old beat up harness boots out the bottom. Not real sure why. <laughs> and then I'm wearing a, a olive green puffy. I'm still wearing it. Olive green puffy jacket. <laughs> and I get into the dollar store. I need a thermometer. And, you know, I'm concerned. I have to check in with the doctor if I have a temp and blah, blah. And it sure feels like I do. And <laughs> the whole, you know, shelf was just about white bare. It was two-thirds gone. The whole medical aisle, two-thirds gone. Two-thirds gone. Um, just barely anything there. So no thermometers. But a toddler thermometer. <laughs> so I got a thermometer with a frog on it. And I'm like, actually, this works. Maybe these people won't think I'm sick. But at least now I know I'm not contagious. I've been bombing around in 90 degree weather with a mask on and trying to figure out why I'm so hot, right? You know, because I, I thought it was contagious. And so, um, and so with that, <clears throat> even though I was testing negative, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm a rule follower. I'm totally trying to be responsible. So I get up to the counter and I see this chick on the right look at me. She gives me a smile. I've got my, you know, I've got my, I've got my frog thermometer and it so clearly was for me. Who else is wearing a puffy jacket? It, it was 85 degrees out. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. And I was like, wow, way to like make a good first impression in your small little town. You know, that's really well done. Cute girl. Um, you, you cannot make this stuff up. So you guys, it's my kidney. My kidney's toxic. I had, of course, like they say, a mess of blood in my urine, tons of nitrates, infection, everything. And so 
we're going to try and hit that with an antibiotic that, oh yeah, by the way, that could hit my body anytime now and I'd be okay, but it won't. It's not going to hit me for about three days. I think even I won't have any relief. So I'm in a lot of pain. The guy was so surprised. He's like, I cannot believe you're not sicker. And I pointed and I said, red. And he says, I've heard there's a lot of truth to that. And uh, um, we tolerate a ton of pain. I mean, like, just, I mean, when I'm in pain, I know something is so up um, because we have such a high tolerance of pain, most of us. And so anybody that has red hair, um, give me a shout out because (laughs) I need some support or either that or God knows you needed to know that and needed to hear it first here. They actually started running some studies. I'll even do a writing on it here at one point, you guys. They started some studies on the actual DNA link that redheads have um, during 2020 when COVID broke out. Um, And it was some of the first discoveries where they're really starting to pick up the clue phone. You can imagine whereas I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, you don't want to say, hey, I could have told you that, but I'm like, my stars. I could have told you that. <laughs> I, I've had a couple of incidents where, you know, the doctors looked at me and went, okay, anybody else I've ever treated for this has come in an ambulance. What's going on here? Did you drive yourself? Yeah, I drove myself. <laughs> it's red. It literally is. It's in, it's a part of our DNA and it's related to how sensitive we are. It's actually related to how sensitive we are. Um, with that, let me see. Let me think, think, think. Mm-mm-mm. Huh, you guys, I think that's kind of the bits. I really do. And I don't want to, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, I don't know what I need to do here. I more than anything cannot get nauseous. And especially because if I get nauseous, I can throw up my antibiotic and I only get to take them every 12 hours. So they need to stay where they're at, right? (laughs) Like everybody just stay where you're at, all right? And so like even the other night, I was trying to keep my commitment. I reached over, I had the laptop, I had, you know, a blank dock pulled up, I was ready to go. And I'm not kidding, that, that, that laptop has been about the only place where I've gotten spends. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's the I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's the screen in relationship to the dimness in the room. Um, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you, you guys. Also with redheads, <laughs> when we're in a mess of pain, because we are so sensitive, you hit us with something emotional, and we're just like, whoa. I mean, <laughs> and so even this morning, not kidding, I was like, I was realizing little Griffin McSniffin, who is frozen, they're so sweet to do that for me. I was to pick him up, only I thought I had COVID and I didn't want to give anybody COVID. And so I still haven't called them. Now, as of last night, I found out it's not COVID and I can get this figured out. But of course, I can't be lifting this frozen dog. You guys, I was bawling just at the thought of making that call to pick up Griffin. Bawling my eyes out, and please understand, I'm working really hard for my fluids right now. So I was like, Lord, help me just stop it. I mean, it was just like, you're gonna have to help me here. And you know, there's a lot of things that are coming out of this, and that's what I need you to know is that as hard as I can be on myself for not keeping that commitment of one story every day, and no, I will get back on track here, you guys, but. I just absolutely fell off because of this. 
Um, and I'm going to have to even find the time to get back on. I have to be out of the farmhouse by Thursday, but I'm not to be lifting anything and the heavy breathing and the sweating. Mm, not good right now. So God is going to have to really do a little something, something and pull some people together and, and rally and get this pulled off. But, but with that, it just, um, it just is amazing how sensitive you know, just how it's like when you're in so much pain, how then the emotional stuff, oh, my stars, you just can't even. You, so it makes me realize, you guys, how much we walk around with, like how much that we don't let people see, how much we're just trying to be the adult in the room, how much I'm just trying to be the store manager or the project manager or the the girl boss, you know, how how high I'm holding, you know, <laughs> my my or how hard I'm trying to keep my emotions at bay is what I was trying to say on a daily basis and now my full guard was down and so that's what makes me say to the Lord okay do you need me to write right here in this pain and you know even a couple of days ago I was thinking of Hemingway is just one of my favorite writers and when people asked him how do you write so well he said I just sit down at the keys and start bleeding that's his quote, you guys. I just sit down at the keys and start bleeding. And there's a lot to be said for that. And the Lord has just been, obviously, I've had a little alone time in between client calls and texts and managing, you know, from work from home and this sort. And uh, puppy is amazing. That I have. Um <laughs> I can't wait to break on her. She's such a doll. She's been so good through so much of this. She's down there playing. You could hear it in the last post. I'm like, yeah, she's pretty much tearing up my lower level. <laughs> Just while I keep my commitment to you. But anyway, I'm going to die over how laugh I laughed over my outfit. I'm going to I'm going to die. I I I'm so broken down, but that is when the Lord can usually do his best work. When he's like, "Look, think you're all that right now?" <laughs> no. Think you're in control? Mm, nope, not so much. Think you're not needing anybody, Andrew? Pretty independent, eh? Mm, no, uh, uh, no, not really. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, like goodness that comes out of storms. I mean, like, I mean, my mom, as she's talking to me today, we went through the whole thing. She's like, Andrew, are you like, are you being punished for something? And I said, no, mama. I said, this isn't that. I said, you know how close I am to the Lord. We're chatting through so much of this and I know what a lot of this is, and I'm good. I'm good for it. And she goes, oh, I hate to even say that because, of course, that always reminds me of Job and what his friend said to him. You know, are you being punished for something that you did? And she goes, my own mama used to even say that if something was going wrong. And, you know, the even the one of the harder things, too, is we have some major uh, generational sin within my family in areas that I really hope that I broke the chain through my generation. And I believe that. I absolutely believe that the Lord can lay those chains down and that they're freed. But the uh, totally different post. But anyway, to hear that from her today, and it's like, no, you know what, you guys? I don't want anyone to pity what I'm going through. I just could use a little prayer. That's all. <laughs> I'm going to be just fine. And I, I needed this. I absolutely needed this. I needed kind of, you know, a chit-chat or two with the Lord. And he has done amazing things. He's shown me some great stories that I need to share. He's shown me stories that he's going to use, actually, I think, for something totally different. 
and it's okay. You know, I did say to my mom, I said, Mama, you know that when I moved here, you know, since 2004, when I was at Estes Park, right? I knew I'd live here someday and I was to build something. And so I said, Mama, <laughs> I, of course, have always thought, well, that's surely going to happen when I'm partnered with somebody, when, when I actually have my person, right? Like, that would be so much easier to do that with support. And it just seemed like I'm just waiting on timeliness, that I'm just waiting for my person. And so I can say, yeah, I might actually be in disobedience. I might actually be somewhat disciplined for that. I don't know. But you guys, grace like rain. Like even in the disobedience, please understand me, that is perfection to the Lord. The Lord even wants you to go through what you think is disobedience, even though he's like, look, I've got everything covered. In fact, it was all written before even one day to, you know, one day came to be, Andrea. You say that all the time. Do you believe it? Right? Right? So we need to believe that, you guys. We need to know that he is in control. We need to know that when we're operating in fear and doubt, that that is not of the Lord. It just isn't. He is absolutely nothing but love. He's nothing but love. He would not be saying to me some of the things that I have been listening to in the last day or two. Not even a chance. And, you know, those things are valuable, you guys. They're wonderful lessons learned. So that is my quick episode and update called Chatting at the Sky. And you guys, I'll get up and start writing here shortly. Thanks for understanding. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.